I'm joined here again by Alan Pito, and we'd like to welcome you today to our third day of the 14-day Buddhist planner. Uh, welcome everybody, and I share those sentiments. Thank you all for coming today. We appreciate everybody who's joining us in person and who's also watching us on YouTube later on today. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, guide us again in the five remembrances. So this is gonna be a recurring theme uh, throughout these 14 days. It's kind of an informal uh, contemplative practice just to kind of get us in the right mindset. So uh, what's gonna happen is I'm gonna ring the bell and I just kind of want, I want you kind of like to drift with the bell sound, just follow it gently. Um, no need to do any formal meditative practice, just kind of go with the bell. And then I'll be reciting these five remembrances. I am subject to aging. There is no way to avoid aging. I am subject to ill health. There is no way to avoid illness. I am going to die. There is no way to avoid death. Everyone and everything that I love will change. There is no way to escape being separated from them. My only true possessions are my actions. I cannot escape their consequences. All right, Alan, you can take it away. Okay, thank you. So today we're gonna to be talking about right action. And what we're doing with the first uh, part of our 14 days is actually following the Buddha's Noble Eightfold Path. And it's a, it's a perfect way to start because what the Buddha did, one of his first teachings was the Noble Eightfold Path and is what encompasses all the other teachings inside Buddhism. So the first two parts uh, that we covered in our first two days uh, were actually part of like the wisdom category, uh, gaining wisdom in Buddhism. So we had right view, which is basically having uh, the right concept and right ideas. And essentially all the truths that we have inside Buddhism are right view. 
Then we had right thought. So right thought is also known as right determination, right differentiation, right awareness, or right intention. And so what right thought is doing, it's allowing us to uh, keep our thoughts in accord with the Dharma or Dhamma, and it's helping us to you know, get rid of these three fires or three poisons of uh, uh, greed, anger, and ignorance. Now today we're going into the, the, the first part of the conduct category, which is right action. And so I really, I like this part of the Eightfold Path and I'll, I'll talk about that here in a second. But our uh, first scripture uh, is gonna say, seeing the purity of one's own actions, the doer of good continues to rejoice in both worlds. And that's from the Dhammapada. So essentially what we're doing here, you know, we're talking about karma and kama. And so we want to ensure that our actions, our conduct is in accord with the, the Buddhist teachings. And so there's a few ways we can actually do that. So when we're, we have the five precepts inside Buddhism, but specifically what we're kind of talking about here, we wanna do at least three things. We wanna make sure that we are protecting life, we're being compassionate, and then we're giving to uh, giving charity. And so how can we kind of do that, uh, especially during uh, the pandemic, during lockdowns, quarantines, et cetera. So, uh, just yesterday, I was at you know the store getting groceries, and a lot of times they'll say, "Hey, do you want to give you know you know like a small donation towards you know you know food for you know people who are unfortunate, you know don't have you know, in trouble right now, or whatever other charity is going on?" And that's actually a very easy way to kind of give you know charity. Like, okay, I can give a dollar, five dollars, something like that. Uh, it could also be where you're also helping maybe a neighbor who can't get to the store, you know, for whatever reason, and you're actually bringing them something back. So it's not always monetary in nature, but the biggest thing is that you don't want to do it as just like on autopilot, like, okay, I'll just give the dollar or yeah, I'll just do this and, or maybe expecting something in return. We're doing this out of compassion. We're doing this out of, you know, loving kindness. So we're not, not doing this uh, again on autopilot or because we want to get something out of it. We're doing it for these uh, wholesome, wholesome purposes. Um, another part is, have you protected, you know, life today? And so that, that sometimes sounds, you know, really extreme. Like, well, I didn't save, you know, a life, you know, someone from getting hit by a car or something like that. But especially during, you know, the pandemic right now, you know, it's, it's something as simple as maybe wearing a mask or make, making sure, you know, like, you know, sneezing into your hands and you're touching something where you might, you might be transmitting a, a disease or a virus. So it could be just simple actions uh, where you're ensuring that life is uh, preserved. And then also, you know, have you been compassionate? You know, which sounds very easy, but a lot of times, again, we're on autopilot and we're maybe not being compassionate. So uh, just like even yesterday, I mentioned again, I was at the store, you know, being kind to that, uh, you know, the, the cashier, you know, like thanking them, you know, just, just being compassionate to understanding that, you know, they're, essentially on the front lines as well too. You know, they're being exposed to a lot of things, you know, they're, they're working uh, and it can be very stressful for them. So sometimes, you know, a, a kind word can be very helpful to somebody in that way or understanding maybe the struggles and sufferings that they're encountering as well too. So that's gonna be part of, you know, right action for us. You know, it's of course a very high overview of it, but we're, encompassing all the Noble Eightfold Path into our 14-day practice. When we do this, we're basically making our wheel round. So if you kind of think about, you know, driving on the road right now with your car, if you can get out and drive, 
you know, we can have a smooth road or we can have, you know, some potholes or bumpy bumps inside that road, right? If your wheel on your car is not perfectly round, you might be bouncing around, maybe a very uncomfortable ride. And that's essentially what we live in right now. And that's due to, you know, our unskillful actions, our delusions, etc. cetera. It's, it's dukkha, it's suffering. So the Buddha gave us the Noble Eightfold Path to essentially make our wheel round. You know, so like when we actually fully uh, follow all eight parts of an eightfold path. We're making that wheel round, so we're able to live. We're able to drive, you know, in on this road as we should be under our natural state. So, right action. Uh, you know, we're we're going to be continuing our five remembrances uh, every day. We're going to be meditating every day. These are essentially our our exercises. You know, our our way with the five remembrances or five reflections to confront our fears to make our make us stronger and meditate to help us with our mindfulness during this time. But, you know, your new practice for today is, you know, can, can you be compassionate, you know, uh, with somebody? Uh, can you uh, give charity? Are you able to um, you know, protect life? Is something as simple as maybe wearing a mask, you know, when you're out or, you know, around somebody uh, in close proximity. So that's what we should focus on today. Thank you, Alan. I also wanted to share with you some ways that we can um, discern if something is a wholesome action or, or unwholesome action. So the Buddha gave us uh, like a th three three criterias that we should consider uh, before uh, before we let ourselves get uh, caught up in some train of thought or before we say something or before we do something. The Buddha asked of us uh, to question and say. This, will this bring suffering to myself? That's the first question you have to ask, right? Then the second question is, will this bring suffering to others? So you might benefit, but it might hurt others. And the third one is, will this bring suffering to myself and, and others? Which is the worst one out of all the three. So if an action, instead of fulfilling any of these, is wholesome for oneself or wholesome for others, and wholesome for oneself and others, uh, then this is a wholesome action. So you don't have to know all the precepts, everything that the Buddha said, do's and don'ts. Just, you know, just kind of question what's going on, what you're doing, what you're saying, what you're thinking and saying is, is this good for me? Okay. Is this good for others? Okay. And if it's good for you and others, then that's the best case scenario. So that's the easiest way we can discern if something is wholesome uh, or unwholesome. And uh, this is also very important because we talked about the five discernments. The last one is that, you know, all we have is our actions, right? So all we have is our good actions. That's the only refuge we have in this world. So when the Buddha went into Mahaparinibbana, his final nirvana, uh, the Buddha told us that we had to be refuges to, our, to ourselves. We had to be our own refuge. We had to be our own light in the world. That means that we have to protect ourselves that we have to protect ourselves by uh, doing wholesome actions and thought, speech, and body. So there's another, uh, and then for today's exercise of the practice, there's another occasion where the Buddha said, uh, when one protects oneself, one protects others. And when one protects others, one protects oneself. How does one protect oneself? Well, today, nowadays, we can stay at home, we can wear our mask, we can wear gloves, we can practice social distancing, 
See, we prote we're protecting ourselves. And by doing this, we're also protecting others, right? By not uh, avoiding or limiting the spread of, of the virus. And by protecting others, by not uh, going outside if we are sick and, and doing all of that, then we're also protecting ourselves because it will also reduce the transmission for it coming back to us now that we see that some people are getting it twice or maybe it could, so you could pass it to someone in your family. So it's really, you know, we're really all dependent on each other. So this kind of protection is not only um, for, uh, for others, charity is not only about taking care of others, but when you take care of others, you take care of yourself. And also you can practice charity by taking care of yourself in that same way you also take care of others. So, I mean, uh, there's no, there, there's, there's, there's really no reason why not to do it or how not to do it. I mean, uh, if, if you just take care of yourself, you're fulfilling it. And if you take care of others, you're fulfilling it. So you can go about it two ways. For some of us, it's very difficult for to take care of ourselves. Maybe we're a little self-critical, so it's easier to help others. And then for others, uh, other people, I might be uh, maybe a little cynical and too difficult to take care of others. So you can take care of yourself. No matter who you take care of, you're fulfilling the category. So I just kind of wanted to share that to open it up for everyone, because we all have different ways of, of doing things. And I think this Buddhist teaching allows us to kind of incorporate the protection, no matter our temperament or what we're inclined to do. Well, okay. So I think it's time for the meditation, right, Alan? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So the first... On the first day when we practice meditation, I just kind of had you just be aware that you're breathing. And uh, yesterday we practiced uh, counting the breath. When you breathe in, you say one. And then when you breathe out, uh, silently in your mind, you relax. And then you count to two and you relax. So today, we're just going to note the breath. So when we're inhaling, we're going to take a mental note inhaling or breathing in. And when we're exhaling, we take another mental note, exhaling or breathing out. And we keep doing this for every breath, for every inhalation and exhalation, we make a mental note, breathing in, breathing out, breathing in, breathing out. And if you get distracted, no worries. The point of this exercise is that when we get distracted, we notice it and then we come back to it. So as long as you keep coming back to it, even if you drifted for five minutes, the entire meditation, if at the end you realize, wait, I'm drifting, I have to come back, it was a good meditation because you're developing it. You're developing this skill. And we're all going to be, be developing at different rates and different levels. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ring the bell and then we're going to practice uh, noting the breath.
out that your mind is calm, body is relaxed. You can bless yourself with your calm mind. By the power of this harmonious action, may I be free from immature company. May I always have good companions until I attain freedom. Is there anything else, Alan? The only thing I like to say to everybody is just a little words of encouragement that what we're doing with our, our Buddhist practice is helping to make, like I give the analogy of a wheel, we're helping to make our wheel round. And so everything we're doing, we're balancing that wheel. We're balancing our life uh, in accord with the Buddhist teachings and path. So do not be you know, overly concerned if like maybe today, you maybe didn't say some, a compassionate word or you know, act of charity or something like that. It's, it's okay as long as you recognize what, what actually happened uh, and then you want to better yourself in the future. That's great. You want to follow the path. So don't be overly concerned about that. You know, intentions matter uh, in, in Buddhism. So all of you participating today at a group setting or watching later on with YouTube and, and joining us, you're on the path. So you're actually doing a, a very wholesome action by, by joining this Buddhist practice. So thank you very much. Okay, everyone. Uh, so we'll see everyone tomorrow. Uh, until then, may you be well, happy, comfortable, and peaceful. Goodbye. <laughs>